It's time now for the Kill the Can podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Kill the Can podcast. My name is Chewy, and I'll be your host this evening. Uh, I hope everybody's doing awesome out there in podcast land. Um, I'm really bummed that I didn't get this episode out on Thursday this week. I had I had was trying really hard to get these episodes out every Thursday, and just life happened this week. It was it was a busy week for a variety of reasons. Um, and, you know, so unfortunately, I didn't have an opportunity to talk to a fellow quitter, which which uh, I really enjoy doing. I'm going to really hope that over the next couple of weeks, I can line up um, a couple quitters to to bring them and to have some conversations with them. Um, I have talked with several that, that are interested, and it's just a matter of kind of scheduling. So um, I'm going to go through this evening, and I'm going to go to the website, and I'm going to answer some frequently asked questions. Um, the, the beauty of the digital world that we live in is these questions, you can always get a question answered by a quitter. Um, there is, you know, we've got thousands of people that are on our discord server now, and that server is literally 24 hours a day. There's somebody in there that can answer your question. If, if by some kind of crazy chance that is not the case and there you pop in there and there's nobody there you can always come to the forums you can come to the main website you can come to the blog you can come to our social media channels and you can ask a question and in pretty short order you're going to get an answer to that question um so i'm going to go back to some questions that have been answered on the website in the past. And I just kind of want to get them out on into, into podcast format here. Um, way, way back in this, this question comes from way back in 2008. And um, this is from a quitter named Bucky 24. And he says, this is my first post outside of posting roll call. So I may ramble a little bit. I'm having some thoughts today about dip quitting in this website. I've been quit for 26 days and used this website for numerous reasons. Motivation from you all, information, a meeting place, and to listen and give advice to others. At this point in my quit, I feel as though I need this website for the above mentioned reasons, simply because I miss stopping at the gas station at 7 a.m. every morning. So he, he continues to go on, and, and ultimately, his question is, can I ever go a whole day without thinking about dip? And, and the short answer to this question is absolutely. You will absolutely positively come to a day where you no longer think about dip. Um, so I've been quit 16 years now. And I can honestly tell you that I haven't had anything that I would consider a crave in several years at this point. Um, and that doesn't mean that I haven't thought about dip. Um, ironically enough, I was sitting in a, standing in line at a Walgreens or a CVS today. And I happened to look for the first time in quite a while. I happened to look at the, at the 
wall of death behind the counter. So it was full of cigarettes. It was what actually caught my eye was a, a wall of jewels. And my eyes kind of slid over to uh, the, the grizzly. And, and I looked to see really what I was looking for was I was looking to see what the prices were because it's been, you know, forever and a day since I really looked to see how expensive dip was. Um, that being said, I, I really don't, I really don't think about dip anymore. Um, I don't miss it anymore. I don't, um, I don't struggle with my daily decision and I come on, you know, into discord, into the forums and I post roll every single day. And even when I'm doing that, I'm not thinking about dip. Um, I am more thinking about, I'm, I'm, it's funny. It's my, my, my promise at this point is, is almost an abstract promise. Um, it's something really, this is my habit at this point, the habit of, of posting roll. I get up every morning and, and I post roll and I make my promise and, but that doesn't mean that I'm, I'm not struggling anymore. I'm not struggling thinking about dip. Um, and that's a really long way of answering that question. You absolutely will be able to go days and weeks and months if you're like me without thinking about dip. And, and I've got to tell you, it really is kind of an amazing place to be in. Um, another question I get often is, um, is, is smoking cigars or cigarettes a good way to quit dipping? And in the short answer to this question is no. The longer answer to this question is absolutely not. Here's, and, and I, would, I would hope that anybody that's listening to this understands why. But, and, and in today's day and age, it's not only, you, you don't really get, uh, don't all only get the question about cigars and cigarettes, but you also get the question about NRTs, patches, and especially these days, um, vaping, I mentioned Juul earlier, and nicotine pouches. And so we, we, we actually get this question a lot. And so I'm going to read to you an article that I wrote um, back in 2012, I wrote it actually. And it, it is one that I have um, come back to often because I think it's, I think it holds up pretty well. And I think it, it kind of makes the point. So the, the topic of other nicotine, cigars, cigarettes, snooze, nicotine, gum, etc., And if they're allowed for a quitter on kill the can comes up quite often on the forums and on discord. I wanted to put this post together. So the next time it comes up, I've got my response ready to roll. First, let me remind you that the founders of killthecan.org prefer and subscribe to the cold turkey method of cessation. This means we strive for 100% nicotine free. And that's what we expect of our members. A um, little side note before I continue here. If you if you haven't yet, I talked pretty extensively on a previous episode of the podcast about the concept of cold turkey. So I would urge you to go back into the archives and, and take a look and take a listen to that. So here's how the conversation typically starts. 
and I and I can't begin to tell you how many times I have seen this play out uh, on, on the forums. Um, hey guys, I'm so glad to have found this community, and I'm loving being dip free. I'm definitely never never going back to the can. So so here's my question. I'm going to a buddy's bachelor party this weekend. And when I get together with those guys, we always have cigars and booze. Is this okay? And and a little side note here, it's not always a bachelor party. It could be a, a golf outing or a camping weekend, a homecoming, you know, feel free to replace bachelor party with whatever, with, with whatever fits your get together. And again, the short answer to this question is no. The longer answer to this question is, fuck no, are you kidding me? And the even longer answer and probably more appropriate answer goes something like this. Allow me to set up a scenario. Your best friend is an alcoholic. You've known him for years. And for as long as you can remember, every single time you see him, he's got Jack Daniels on the rocks in front of him. It's become part of who he is. It's become his persona. You refer to him as Jack and you don't really remember what his real name is. He's always the life of the party but you can't help but notice that he's always got his Jack Daniels with him. Then one day he comes to you and he tells you that he's given up the sauce. He realizes that he's an alcoholic and he's ready to make a change. He's quit and he would like your support. Would you toast him with a Miller light? Of course you wouldn't. And it's the same thing with cigars and dippers. You know why? Because what we're addicted to is nicotine period. End of story. All you've done is changed the delivery method. The law of addiction states that when you reintroduce a substance, it causes a reestablishment of dependence to that substance. That right there is why we strive for 100% nicotine free. Otherwise, you're just not quit. And, and please, I'm not going to get into the harm reduction discussion here. That's not my point. Feel free to argue about how much safer and healthier smokeless tobacco is than cigarettes and cigars elsewhere. I'm not going to engage the conversation right now. Still don't understand how having just one may lead you back to the can. Well, here it is. I've seen it play out a hundred times. Yeah, I'm quit. This is awesome. Fuck nicotine. I'm never going back. A few weeks later. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm going golfing and I'm... Um, I'm going golfing in, with my buddies. I've always had a cigar in the past, but I quit dipping. But a cigar isn't dipping. I was a dip addict. One or two cigars a year means I wasn't addicted to cigars. I'll be just fine. Fast forward a few weeks. Man, that cigar was really good. But I was able to have just one, and that didn't turn in anything more than that. I'm sure I could just have one dip, and it'll be fine. A few weeks, months, or years later day one. Sorry, guys. I thought I could have just one. It is unfortunately that simple. As a very wise man has said, fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Well, I can just as easily say rational rationalization leads to craving. Craving leads to a cigar Cigar leads right back to your addiction. And I genuinely believe that. I really do believe. Uh, and, and quite frankly, that's why. In fact, it's funny. I was asked not too terribly long ago. I was hanging out with a couple buddies. And I was talking about the fact that I'd quit dipping. And they knew. And they, and they know my involvement with Kill the Can. And they asked me very candidly if, if they thought 
I could have just one. And, and the answer to this question is uh, I probably could have just one. But again, as, as the story that I just relayed to you, I've seen it happen too many times where somebody thought they could have just one. And through those series of steps that I just laid out to you, it became pretty clear pretty quickly that just one isn't worth it. And so I'm not willing to take that chance. Um, This is something that just came up on the forums or on, on discord just today, as a matter of fact, and it's heartburn when quitting dip. Um, So First, I I have to make a caveat here. So when you're talking about chest pains, chest pains are are pretty serious, right? So I can speak to my personal experience with heartburn and acid reflux. Um, But if you're dealing with chest, like legit chest pains, and it's things that you've never felt before, I would suggest you talk to a doctor. Um, so if you're not familiar with what heartburn really is, it's a burning or tightening sensation in the chest, just behind your breastbone. This pain for some people can go up into their throat and jaw. And in addition, it can be a symptom of GERD, which is gastroesophageal reflux disease. And on top of everything, someone having a heartburn flare up can also mimic the symptoms of a heart attack. I can speak to personal experience with that last statement. I took myself to the emergency room twice early in my quit, probably within the first, certainly within the first hundred days. I took myself to the ER twice because I thought I was having a heart attack. And the reason I thought that was I had every symptom that is a quote unquote traditional symptom of a heart attack. My chest was hurting. My left arm was numb. I was getting cold sweats and, and, you know, I had a very high heartbeat, those kind of things. Um, what I can tell you again, for me, my personal experience, this was anxiety. This was brought on by anxiety due to withdrawing from nicotine, but I, I mean, if I didn't know better, I could have sworn that I was having a heart attack. So it could be really, really scary for sure. Um, Without getting too technical, heartburn or GERD occurs when acid refluxes back up into your throat or esophagus. This acid, which is meant to stay in your stomach and break down food, irritates these parts of your body where it's not meant to be. And just quite frankly, it's really uncomfortable. Again, from personal experience, I can tell you that acid reflux episode can range from mild discomfort to chest pains that make it difficult to take a deep breath. The burning that I get in the back of my throat is akin to having a hot wing followed by a shot of Listerine. And again, I'm not a doctor, but that's the best way I can describe it. Here's, Here's where this particular thing came up today. Um... Nicotine, and I think it's probably fair to say, especially dip, 
um, there's a lot of the factors that go in, like it, it can exacerbate and it can make acid reflux worse because think about it. You are, even if you're spitting, you are swallowing some of the tobacco juices and that is going down your throat and into your stomach and irritating your stomach lining and those kind of things. Um, the reason that it came up today was I had posted an article from the site that was talking about that. And there was a quitter on Discord that said, well, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense because based on what I'm reading, um, it sounds like my acid reflux should have been worse when I was using versus now when I'm quitting. Again, I'll speak from personal experience, but my acid reflux got infinitely worse after I quit versus when I was using. Um, so I want to I read you a little bit of this um, this passage here. It said, when I quit dipping, my acid reflux went off the charts. It was terrible. I'd been dealing with reflux for a few years prior to my quit. And at that time, I was taking daily medications to curtail it. When I quit, things got much worse for quite some time. As again, I, I mentioned in my Hall of Fame speech, I took myself to the ER twice. I remember it very vividly. I was laying on the floor watching TV and my chest was on fire from reflux. In addition, my left arm hand was numb, which of course is a classic symptom of a heart attack. Naturally, at this point, I started to freak out. I took my pulse, which at this point was through the roof. And then I caused to stress out even more. Took myself to the ER, got an EKG and everything checked out perfectly. They gave me some stuff to get the reflux attack under control and sent me home. Um, this goes against really kind of all medical findings because tobacco, again, is supposed to make the condition worse. Why after I quit would I get ratcheted up a notch? I can only guess. Again, I'm not a doctor. My guess is stress. When you first quit dipping, your body goes through some serious withdrawal, which is to be expected. You'll in all likelihood be amped up about your quit and really worried about all these changes. This will equate to stress, which can equate to heartburn. I will tell you that while my heartburn got worse when I quit, as time has gone by, it's gotten much, much better to the point where I no longer take any daily medication. At this point, I have acid reflux no more than maybe a couple times a year, and the only medication I ever take anymore is antacid. So to answer the overall question, is heartburn normal when you quit dipping? I'd say absolutely yes, it's normal, but it's also normal that it will go away with time. And again, this is another one of those things. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm just talking from personal experience. Um, if you are dealing with any of these things, I really would strongly suggest you do go talk to your doctor, go talk to your dentist when you quit, let them know what you're dealing with. If nothing else, it will give you amazing peace of mind that you're going into your quit um, in a good place, in a healthy place. And remember, when you quit, you're making yourself healthier. So I've rambled on for a few minutes here, folks. Um, I, I wanted to sit down and record something for the podcast here. I'm sorry that I didn't get it out on Thursday. Um, hopefully I'll get back to some sort of a regular schedule here over the next couple of weeks. But um, thanks for joining me. My name's Chewy and this has been the Kill the Can podcast. Thanks folks. We'll talk to you soon. Join us again next time for another edition of the Kill the Can podcast.